Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 138. Should you use profanity in podcasts? Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Should you add profanity to that mix too? That's what this episode is going to be about. The appropriateness or maybe inappropriateness of using this explicit language, profanities, vulgarities, obscenities, and all of this inside your podcast. And I know this is a controversial subject, and I would love, 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 love to have your thoughts on this conversation by commenting over on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 138. Just remember to keep your comments over there clean because that's the way I want it to stay clean on the website over there. But I would love to have your thoughts on this controversial subject of whether you should use profanity in your podcast or if it's acceptable or a good idea to use profanity in your podcast or to keep it clean. First, let's talk about what makes something explicit. Language is heavily influenced by culture, but there are some general guidelines of what each culture considers profane and in some ways inappropriate. In general, sexual terms, gross bodily things, profaning something sacred and cursing someone or something are generally considered inappropriate or profane across many different cultures and even some different languages. So explicit, though, the word explicit, by definition, doesn't necessarily mean profanity. But an explicit tag on something certainly gives that impression that it is uh, containing a lot of profanities, obscenities, whatever. And that can cause issues when you're trying to communicate something that is appropriate for a more mature audience might contain explicit details, but it might not be appropriate for other audiences, but you don't uh, use any kind of profanities or vulgarities in it. So we'll talk more about the clean versus explicit tag later on in this episode and when you should use one or the other, maybe no tag at all. But uh, here's something to consider, and I'll use this example a little bit later as well. Take the idea of a marital intimacy podcast. This is something where it would be good to explain things in full, unconcealed detail. By definition, that would be considered explicit. But even though it's technically explicit, and many would say that it's inappropriate for certain audiences, like maybe unmarried people or not even engaged people or children or just certain other audiences out there in different places of life. But this podcast may be completely free of any kind of profanities, vulgarities, offensiveness, or anything like that. So it's technically explicit, yes, but it's not offensive in the kind of language it's using. Some people, sure, might be offended by how much detail they give. So that's why you need to consider four different things around your podcast and whether 
your particular kind of language you're debating may be appropriate or inappropriate for the audience. But do be considerate of what would be considered profane in your language. And don't forget that your language can be the same language in different cultures. But also think about your primary culture and perhaps a secondary culture. There are certain words in Great Britain or the United Kingdom that they consider profane than in America aren't considered as profane. Same thing with Australia. There are words in Australia that we might use in America that in Australia is considered quite profane. So you can't always be considerate of these things. That's completely impossible unless you really know every culture very well. But in general, try to avoid these things. If you can, if you know something is offensive in a particular culture, try to remove it or try to omit it if you don't want to include that offensive thing, if you want to keep your content clean. If you're not concerned about keeping your content clean, then certainly include what you want. So four things to consider. Your topic, your audience, who else may be listening, and your sponsors. So number one, consider your topic. Some topics do kind of fit with profanities better than others. For example, comedy. In comedy, vulgarities can almost be expected in comedy. When you see a comedy podcast, you should probably assume that unless they have the clean tag, you should probably assume that it's profane. And that's pretty typical in comedy. Personally, as you can probably guess, personally, I don't like that. I wish there was more clean comedy out there, and I host a clean comedy podcast. But most of the time when you find a comedy podcast, you can pretty much assume it's going to be pretty profane in nature unless it's marketed as a clean comedy podcast. Now, there are comedy podcasts out there, and I listen to a couple of them, where they're not marketed as either clean or explicit, but they do occasionally have some explicit stuff, and that's because they're not including either tag, and we'll talk more about the tags in a little bit. But consider, instead of those topics like comedy that lend themselves often to more vulgar content, and that doesn't mean you have to be vulgar in order to be successful in comedy, look at people like Brian Regan. Brian Regan once said something about uh, that 95% of his content was clean and 5% of it was vulgar, and he realized that What's the use of the 5% when he could appeal to a much broader audience and not even have to include that 5% of vulgar content? And so he's a clean comedian today, not a Christian comedian, but he is a clean comedian, and he has a lot of respect for that, and he appeals to a lot of people. And people don't dislike him because he doesn't use bad words or uh, vulgar words people might dislike him for other reasons, whatever that might be. And even many of the professional comedians have often said things, uh, reminders, that profanity is a shortcut in comedy. So if you want to take shortcuts, then you might want to use some profanity. But otherwise, I think you can be just as funny without it. So that's in, in topics like that, where it can lend itself more toward a particular direction, and that is in the direction of vulgarities. Uh, there might be some other topics uh, similar to that as well. Video gaming podcasts and video gaming is often 
very similar because of the, uh, depending on the video game, but the destructiveness that's involved with the video game, there's often a lot of harsh language that goes along with that. But think about the more neutral topics, like tech news, or how-tos, or cooking, or uh, Barbie doll collections, or anything like that. Because the topic is quite neutral, it gives almost no expectation of vulgarity based on the topic. And really, think about this. Is the content actually enhanced with the inclusion of profanities? Does that actually do anything extra for the podcast other than maybe turn away some people? Uh, Probably not. Most topics, I would say that most topics don't need profanity and that profanity won't enhance most topics out there. So you need to decide whether including profanity in your podcast is appropriate for your topic that you're covering. But also think about something like an entertainment review podcast, like maybe it's movie review podcast or book review podcast or a TV show fan podcast or music review podcast or anything like that. If you're using clips from that media, it's very likely that you may someday run into a clip you want to use that includes some profanity in it. Depending on your clip source, this might be a lot of profanity if you're reviewing a rated R movie, or sometimes it seems like the PG-13 movies have worse language than rated R movies, or maybe you're reviewing explicit music, whatever. So some cases, it's very obvious you're going to have profanity, but the others, the profanity might be just a little bit here or there. If you're claiming to be a clean podcast... I would say it's completely inappropriate for you to leave that profanity inside the clip when you play that clip inside your podcast, if you're claiming to be clean. But if you don't claim to be clean, then it might be okay to leave those profanities in. Or if you just generally want to remain clean, then you might remove those profanities. If it's something that people have seen, then they're probably to some degree, okay with hearing the profanities. Now, they may be a little more concerned about uh, who else is listening or maybe where they themselves are listening, and that gets into your audience and who else may be listening. Those are my next couple points. But do think about, does uh, do you want to make sure that your entire content is clean or do you want to get this whole clip, including its profanity, in it. For my Once Upon a Time podcast, I knew this would be an issue someday, and I had decided that no matter what, my podcast, oncepodcast.com, would be clean, even though the TV show includes profanities. They're mild profanities. Sure, they're, they're only PG level, very mild, and many families watch the TV show Once Upon a Time. But still, even though we're talking about content that includes some profanities, they may be watching the show with a TV guardian, clear play, or some kind of device that omits the profanity. I might not know that. So if they're listening to my podcast and I include a clip from the movie, then I've suddenly played a profanity that they didn't even hear in the movie or TV show. But even then, disregarding that, I decided that our Once Upon a Time podcast would be completely clean, no matter what. So when I run into a clip that has some profanity in it, and I want to use that clip in my podcast, 
then I do edit out the profanity. Now, one thing to keep in mind here, and this is a little pet peeve of mine, sidetrack. If you're going to bleep out profanity where you're actually putting in a beep over the profanity, please do it in a way that you are bleeping the entire word. It's, It's really pointless if you still know what the word is from the way that it's bleeped. And that's... That gets into the kind of letter of the law versus the spirit of the law thing that many people in blog posts or in shows will bleep something out, but it's still quite obvious what the word is that's being bleeped out. Just omitting a single letter or replacing a letter with a dash or a couple stars or something like that doesn't really work well enough. So if you're going to bleep it out, be thorough with it, please. That's that's a little pet peeve of mine and a little soapbox there, and I will get off that soapbox. So consider that uh, your topic may be appropriate to include some profanity, but then again, most topics just simply don't need it, and profanity really doesn't add anything helpful to this, the discussion. So that's number one consideration, your topic. Number two, consider your audience. Remember that podcasts can be consumed by people of all ages, and you should always keep that in mind. Podcasts that are marked as explicit may be blocked in certain countries and blocked by certain computers if a parent has gone in, enabled certain parental controls on an iOS device or on their computer and iTunes and such, then they can block these explicit podcasts from being subscribed to and downloaded. It doesn't block them being found. It just blocks the subscription and the downloads. So if you search, for example, if you block explicit content and you search for comedy podcasts, you'll still see a lot of explicit podcasts in there, but you just wouldn't be able to subscribe to them or download the episodes. But your audience is really important to consider because they may appreciate the profanity or they may appreciate the lack of profanity or they may not care and that's up to you to figure out what is best for your audience and your including profanity may make your podcast more or less appealing to your audience and it's more likely that including profanity will make you less appealing to a prospective audience than more appealing have you ever heard someone say hey let's go listen to this podcast because it's got some profanity in it (laughs) that doesn't really happen but have you heard someone say something like i'm going to stop listening to this podcast because it has profanity in it you might have heard that i've said that before i know i used to watch dig dig nation podcast back in the early days It was one of the first podcasts I subscribed to. And in the early days, they tried to keep things clean. They failed many times, but they tried to keep it clean. And at one point, they just decided, ah, forget this. And they then went fully explicit. And that's when I stopped listening to them. And I told other people, I'm going to stop listening and watching Dignation because they're now just getting really explicit. So they turned me away because they made a choice that then alienated many of their audience. Now, they had many of the same audience members carry over the people who listened and watched later when they were releasing explicit content might have been many of the same people who listened and watched beforehand. So the inclusion of profanity didn't necessarily increase their audience, but it could have certainly turned away 
people who were their audience or turns away prospective audiences who find that podcast, the old podcast now. So it could be, though, that your audience has no problem with obscenities, but it may still be unnecessary for you to include them in your podcast. For example, a business podcast will be consumed by business people, and many people in business might have absolutely no problem tossing around some obscenities here and there, maybe even in the workplace. But do consider how many people out there, professional business people, work hard to ensure their public language, their professional language, is clean. Why do they do that? They do it because they want to appeal to many people, they want to be seen as professional, and they don't want to alienate their people. They want to keep a higher standard there. So if you have a podcast that appeals to business people, it would be good to perhaps keep that same standard. That business person who listens to your podcast may also want to share your podcast with others. And they may have a problem doing so if you include profanity in the podcast or off-topic, off-color conversations in your podcast, and they may not want to share it, or they may uh, be a little intimidated by it, or not intimidated, but just a little uh, worried about their reputation. And I'll get more into that in just a moment. But do remember that in, in talking about your audience, clean appeals to nearly everyone, but explicit appeals to fewer and offends others. Clean will always be acceptable. But profanity may come, may go in acceptability, and you always run the risk of offending people if you're profane, but you almost never run that risk of offending people if you're clean. So keep that in mind. Consider your audience. That's number two. Number three, consider who else may be listening. We could call these your secondhand podcast listeners. And it's a growing group of people. As podcasts are getting more important, secondhand podcast listening is also becoming more and more uh, popular. This could be family members, friends, or coworkers who might find this offensive or this profane content offensive and inappropriate. So if you include that kind of content in your podcast, you could be inadvertently affecting the reputations of your listeners to someone else's eyes, especially if you just surprise your listener with certain profanities because someone in the office may be saying, hey, I just downloaded this new episode of the podcast and they start playing it through their speakers in a little office and I've done this before. And then suddenly, whoops, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was in there. And oh, yikes, I didn't realize they were going to talk about that. I have no idea. And it starts tarnishing the reputation of that podcast listener and others might start thinking, you you listen to this kind of stuff? No, they might join in, true, but do consider who else might be listening to that content or watching that content with your main audience. But also remember that many people listen to podcasts with their children nearby. And it could be entirely true that both you and that person, we'll, we'll say they're the parent, it could be that you and that parent have absolutely no problems with the offensive language. But it's also very likely that either you or that parent might think it's inappropriate for the children to use it or even hear it from a podcast. And I know there are many different opinions here, but you need to consider 
that you don't want the parent to be put into a situation where they have to suddenly turn it off or they can't listen to it when they want to. They're not comfortable listening to it around their children. Yes, there's a lot to be said about, well, it's your choice. You have full freedom to turn it on and off. But that doesn't negate our personal responsibility of what kind of content we're putting out there and how we're affecting other people. This is something that's very key to the Tech Podcast Network, of which I'm a very proud member. Check them out at techpodcast.com. I've advertised for them or mentioned because of my affiliation with Tech Podcast Network, that all of the content is clean and family-friendly. And one of the reasons they do this is because they recognize that many people will be listening to podcasts with their children nearby. And they want to make sure that they don't create this awkward situation or they don't make it difficult for people to listen when they want to. And also, they've taken in these other things uh, into consideration, the topic, the audience, and the sponsors, and who else might be listening as they wrote their charter, to say that all content must be clean and family-friendly. However, recently there was an issue, and I know, I really hope that this hasn't affected you as a listener of mine, but Tech Podcast Network is supposed to be completely clean, family-friendly content, but there was an issue recently where some podcasts were discovered that had not just some profanities, but some downright offensive content in it. And if you ran into that, I'm very sorry that I didn't know that was there. Several other network members did not know it was there. Someone was clearly violating the rules of Tech Podcast Network. And those podcasts have since been removed from Tech Podcast Network. So if you ran into that, then uh, it is gone now. And Tech Podcast Network is sorry about that. I'm very sorry for uh, that. But we are now Uh, certain that we are following the rules and we've had a reminder sent out to all tech podcast members that uh, keeping our content clean is very important and appeals to a broader audience and just fits the content better. Many of these things that I'm mentioning here. So that's very integral into tech podcast network, why it's keeping its content clean, because others may be listening who might be offended or for whom it just might be inappropriate to hear some of that stuff. Fourth thing for you to consider is your sponsors. Sponsors might not want to associate themselves with offensive content. Certainly, there are exceptions to this. People like Mark Marin and um, many other popular podcasters, especially these big-time comedy podcasters with millions of listeners, do have sponsors, sure. And the sponsors don't have a problem being associated with that kind of content. I wouldn't want to support that kind of sponsor, but do think about the majority of sponsors out there don't want to associate themselves with offensive content. So if you can't go a minute without profanities in your podcast, then your potential sponsors may recognize that and they might pass you up in order to reach someone else who is unoffensive and might even have a wider appeal to a broader audience because they're not being offensive as you might be in your podcast. So consider your sponsors and what your content and your approach to how you present your content means for their reputation. Think about ABC Family, owned by Disney, or just even think about Disney itself. Wouldn't it be really strange for Disney to say they sponsor a podcast that then has 
explicit, offensive, profane, vulgar content? How would that affect your opinion of the sponsor if you knew that they were doing that? That's why these sponsors will want to avoid associating themselves with this kind of offensive content. And many times when a sponsor is not aware, listeners or audience members of the podcast might contact the sponsor when they've been offended. They might contact the sponsor and say, hey, did you realize that you're sponsoring this? Are you endorsing this kind of offensive thing? And the sponsor might realize, whoa, it seems like we are endorsing this, so we're going to withdraw our sponsorship. So if you want to really appeal much better to sponsors, then keep your content clean because it appeals to a broader audience and it's much easier for a sponsor to associate themselves with that. And offensive content could mean many different things other than just your language. It could mean the way you present politics, religion, or uh, opinions, moral aspects, or certain current news items and many certain freedoms and moral issues could potentially be offensive. And I'm not saying that you have to try to please everybody, but the most important thing is to try to not be offensive with the common things that are offensive. So your four things to consider are your topic, your audience, who else may be listening and your sponsors or potential sponsors. And this is a choice. It's not a personality. I know many people will try to justify their use of profanity, saying that they're just being their authentic selves. It's natural for them. They can't help it. All of these kinds of things. And yes, sometimes this can be partially true, but I really believe that everyone out there can control their tongue. I know a podcaster who will readily admit that he can cuss like a sailor. Actually, I know many podcasters like this who in their outside lives have absolutely no problem cussing a whole lot. I was just at a conference where the speaker was at a table and man, he was laying out the cussing and offensive language and vulgarities. But I wanted to go to his session, but then when I was hearing all of his offensive stuff, I was a little iffy. But in his session... What I saw of his session, because I did end up going back and forth just because of the content of it, not from his language, but his session itself, I would have had no idea that he was such a cusser because he didn't include any of it at all in his session. And so back to uh, this particular gentleman I know that says that he can cuss like a sailor, and I have heard him do that in his everyday life. He's entirely able to control his tongue in his podcast, and he does so, and his podcast is clean. No foul language whatsoever. Even though it's very natural for him to use foul language outside of that, he controls it and keeps it out of his podcast. On the flip side of this, I also know uh, podcasters or just people in general who have no problem with regular explicit language, and they don't host a podcast. They enjoy the explicit language because of its shock value, because of how it makes them feel, or because of how they feel like it makes them fit in with a certain group, or for whatever reason. And they've been guests on other podcasts, and they've had absolutely no problem keeping their conversation clean. I interviewed a a celebrity from a TV show one time, and I learned ahead of time that this particular celebrity had a habit of being quite profane outside of the TV show and outside of certain contexts. 
So along with our general guidelines about the podcast and what he can expect from it, I also asked him and reminded him we're a family-friendly podcast. So if you could please try to keep the language clean. That's not my exact language, but I let him know in general we're a family-friendly, clean podcast. And in the podcast, he did that. He kept it completely clean. He never stumbled over something thinking, or it didn't seem like he stumbled over something as if he wanted to include some profanity, but couldn't. It was very natural, very smooth. He controlled it. So I think that you are entirely capable of controlling your tongue, but it is a matter of choice whether you do so. And when you've considered these four different things, your topic, your audience, who else may be listening, and your sponsors or potential sponsors, then you can decide what is best for your reputation as well as the reputation of your brand, we could call it, that you represent. Do you want that brand to be associated with profane content or would you rather it appeal to a broader audience and not seem so edgy by keeping it clean? That's entirely up to you. Just make sure that you keep these considerations in mind. So let's talk about how this should work in iTunes. In iTunes, you have three different options for a tag, an advisory tag it's called. You can have explicit, clean, or it can be unmarked. And you can learn about how to use these tags if you go back to episode 126 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 126, where I show how to uh, edit your information in iTunes, your titles, descriptions, and such, and also how to set the clean or explicit tag on both a show level and an episode level. But how you tag your podcast really changes how your podcast could be perceived. Clearly, a podcast with excessive vulgarities, profanities, obscene discussions, and such should be marked as explicit. And when someone sees that, they know what they'll be getting if they subscribe to that. But going back to my example earlier of a marital intimacy podcast, they'll have a harder time deciding because they might not be disrespectful or obscene in any way that they discuss their material, but they are discussing mature content and they're discussing it in explicit detail. And that explicit detail might be greatly appreciated by their audience. So in this case, I wouldn't recommend using the explicit tag. In fact, I also wouldn't recommend using the clean tag because clean also gives the impression of something that is completely clean and is family-friendly and appropriate for children. So I wouldn't recommend the clean tag and also not the explicit tag. So in this case, I would say leave it unmarked. But do try to include warnings in the podcast as well as in the description so people know this. you might find this inappropriate for younger listeners. And the clean tag then is used for when you can guarantee that the content is clean. Originally, it was kind of given the idea that this was cleaned content. And FeedBurner's very outdated SmartCast feature still considers it this way. And it will give you the options that you can add the tags for explicit to your feed inside of the SmartCast feature in FeedBurner. You can choose... Yes, cleaned, or um, 
you can say no explicit or you can leave it unmarked. But the yes cleaned, as Fiendburner describes it, is that it was once explicit but has since been cleaned. That's not the way people perceive it. People perceive it and iTunes even defines it, that clean means there's no foul language, no obscene topics. It's appropriate for families, children, and so on. So it that applies even if you've removed the content. Don't think that you have to have removed content in order to use the clean tag. You could use the clean tag just to say that your podcast is completely clean. So if you want to clearly communicate this and stand out from the rest and indicate and clearly market yourself as clean, then use the clean tag. I do this with my podcasts and especially with my comedy podcast because there are so many explicit podcasts in the comedy category. I wanted mine to stand out as being different by not just excluding or not um, by omitting the advisory tag, but by including the clean tag, especially since We have the domain Clean Comedy Podcast, and that's how we market ourselves. So we stand out in that way. And I would like to hear from you. What do you think about when you see a podcast that uses the explicit tag, no tag, or clean tag? Has that affected your decision to listen to or subscribe to that podcast or watch it? I would guess that the explicit tag does turn people away. I mean, that's very obvious. It turns me away from podcasts. It might turn other people away. But how often does it attract people? On the flip side, I think that the clean tag attracts people, but I think it might also be able to turn some people away, but I have more doubts about that. So I would like to know what you think about that. And have you ever been turned away from a podcast simply because of its advisory tag, whether it was clean or explicit? Has that ever turned you away from a podcast or made you decide to listen to a podcast because of that advisory tag? Please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 138 to let me know your thoughts on that. So you've got the clean tag, you've got the explicit tag. But then there's also no tag, and an unmarked podcast could be completely clean, or it could also contain some mild profanities. And I would say PG, or now they allow some profanities in G stuff. So G to PG could be fine, not including either the clean or the explicit tag, but just being untagged with the advisory tag. It could be that it does include profanities, but the profanities aren't emphasized and they're very rare. And it could also be that maybe the uh, content, the hosts are clean themselves, but they might use some clips from movies or TV shows where there's some PG rated language. So this would be a good situation where you wouldn't use a tag at all, but this would give the impression to potential subscribers that they shouldn't expect obscene content, but there might be a little bit of PG-rated language. Some of the Twit podcasts, for example, many podcasts out there could be like this, where the majority of the content we would consider clean, but they do occasionally slip in some mild profanity is in there, but they'll bleep out the more offensive profanities, so they don't use the advisory tag. So let me know what you think about these advisory tags and how it might affect your choice to subscribe or not to subscribe to particular podcasts. And 
I'd love to hear from you what you think about profanities in podcasts in general. What do you think about this content? What are some of the things that you've considered with your own choice, whether you chose to be clean or you chose to include the profanities in your podcast? What inspired that decision? What's your explanation for this? And how is it that you think that fits your topic, your audience, your sponsors, if you have any sponsors? And have you considered who else might be listening to the podcast as well? So please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 138. Again, just make sure you keep that comment clean and family-friendly in its language. I'd also like to know, if you have children, how do you handle listening to podcasts with children around? Are there certain podcasts you don't listen to? Or what happens if something bad that you would consider bad for your children comes up in that podcast while you're listening with them nearby? And even if you don't mind profanities yourself, what do you think podcasters should do? Do you think podcasters, other than yourself, should include profanities or not include profanities? Please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 138, and I'd love to hear from you, your perspective. I want to give a big shout out and big congratulations to Jeffrey Powers over at dayintechhistory.com. This is another member of Tech Podcast Network, and you can find all of the tech podcasts over at techpodcasts.com. Again, they are family-friendly and clean content, especially now that we've uh, filtered out some things, some problems. But Jeffrey Powers, with his Day in Tech History podcast, is hitting a major milestone 1,500 episodes on September 15th, 2013. Day in Tech History is a daily podcast where he shares something that, as the name implies, something in tech history that happened on that particular day. It's an awesome podcast, and he's been releasing an episode every single day, 365 days a year, 366 on the leap years non-stop since he started. He's going to hit the milestone of 2,000 episodes in January. It's currently scheduled for January 28th, 2015. But man, this current milestone of uh, 1,500 episodes that he'll be hitting on September 15th, 2013 is amazing. So please go over and check out dayintechhistory.com and big congratulations to Jeffrey Powers over there. And thank you also, Jeffrey, for being a very, very active member of Tech Podcast Network. I've had the privilege of working together with Jeffrey several times because of involvement in Tech Podcast Network. And he's always fun and has a great sense of humor too, and very knowledgeable too. Great uh, podcast over there. So check it out, dayintechhistory.com, as well as the other podcasts at techpodcasts.com. So I'd love to hear from you what are your thoughts about profanities in podcasts and what's appropriate and not appropriate? Again, please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 138. I'd also love your feedback for future episodes of the podcast and what you'd like to see or hear me cover. Please email feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to theaudacitytopodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right through the website. I'm also available for one-on-one consulting, website design, podcast cover art design. I can help you launch your podcast, improve your podcast, that and so much more. 
Check out theaudacitypodcast.com slash consulting if you're interested in that. And also follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle, where I often tweet podcasting stuff and other social media fun and goodness. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitytopodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcast to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. I'm really excited to tell you a new podcast is coming to the network. You'll be able to find it when it launches at noodle.mx, but I'll give you a little tease. It's about the TV show Under the Dome. So if you like the TV show Under the Dome, you're going to love this podcast. I think it's really the best under the dome podcast that's out there i can't wait to have it in the network so watch for that soon at noodle.mx but you can get our other podcasts about clean comedy yes it's clean comedy and also our podcast about once upon a time tv show our upcoming podcast about once upon a time in wonderland tv show our movie reviews podcast christian worldview philosophy uh, productivity and much more at noodle.mx The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com where you can find all kinds of podcasts that are all clean and family friendly. That's at techpodcast.com.